back to the I'm Moving to Italy podcast. This is Nathan Heinrich, and I would like to welcome you back to Season 3, Episode 24. I'm starting off today's episode, I guess, with a big sigh. I'm going to just kind of pull back the curtain a little bit on what life has been like the past couple of weeks for me personally here in Italy. I'm doing something very unusual today. I literally am sitting down without a single thing written down in front of me. I have zero notes. I am not coming to you with a specific topic today. I am really just coming to you with (laughs) an open heart and uh a little bit more stress than I normally have in my life. So I'm going to just share with you what's been going on. And I'm not going to be sharing with you some deep and meaningful topic about life in Italy or moving to Italy. I might cover some things. I don't know, because I'm going to just sort of meander a bit and just share with you as if you and I were good friends, which I consider you to be my good friend. (laughs) But if you were here with me and we were having a visit or we were on our way to get a a gelato here in Italy, maybe I would open up and share some of these things with you. So that's what I'm going to do as though we were on our way to get some gelato together. So one thing I've been working on a lot lately, which has been very all consuming is I'm learning and kind of teaching myself through a course. And I'm also using a new program. So I'm, I've kind of got two things going. I've got a course on how to write my articles that I'm writing. I'm not talking about the news, real news from Italy. I don't, I'm not trying to optimize that for search engines. I'm just writing it because I feel like it's weekly information about Italy that you will find useful. But my regular articles, which I haven't really gotten into very much because I really felt like those articles needed to be optimized for search engines. In other words, if you or anyone were searching for a topic and if you typed in, oh, let's just say a recent article I just wrote was the best coffee shops in Venice. If you were to type in that phrase into Google or whatever your search engine happens to be and The article that I wrote didn't appear until about the fifth or the sixth page on Google. How many of you go to the fifth or sixth page for Google search options? I don't know about you, but I rarely ever do it. And so it's very, very important as someone who's writing blog posts or articles, magazine articles, whatever you want to call them, it's very important for you to rank on the first page of Google. And ideally, you want to rank at the top of the first page of Google. The first three search results get clicked on, I believe, somewhere around 80% of the time. And something like 95% of Google searchers or people searching for any topic on the internet never go past the first page of Google. So when I became aware of that, I realized that besides having good quality writing and writing about good quality topics, 
If I ever wanted anybody to read anything that I was writing, I was going to have to also learn how to write in a way that put my information either on the first page of Google or not only that, at the top of that first page. So the other thing that's a little bit crazy is that Google is regularly changing their techniques, their rules, their best practices, and their ways to rank at the top of that first page. And Google also owns YouTube, as many of you probably know. And so sometimes, and more and more often, videos for YouTube are coming up on that first page of Google because they are trying to get people to go from one platform of theirs to another platform of theirs. So one Google platform, you type in a search result and maybe maybe three or four of those search results are now videos that you would click on to then go to YouTube. And why do they want you to go from one of their platforms to another? Of course, it's always related to money. They can sell you as advertising audience to advertisers if you spend more time on their platforms. So as someone trying to write articles and topics that will actually be read, I have been kind of going through this very intensive training, trying to learn what are the current ways to rank on the top of Google. Now, I know this probably sounds very boring to you, and I hope that I hope that I'm not boring you, but I want to be, assure you that it's equally as boring to me. <laughs> I am bored to tears by what I'm doing right now. It is not very good for my personal well-being and state of mind. <laughs> I am so happy when I'm outside gardening. You know that about me. I've shared that with you many times. If I can be outside and not staring at a computer screen and not trapped indoors and doing anything that involves technology, I'm automatically happier. If I'm around people, plants, or animals, or anything in nature, I'm just happier. I'm doing none of those things right now. Right now, I am doing the exact opposite of that. I basically am getting up every morning, five o'clock in the morning, going for a walk up to the castle. That's my one time of the day where I get to hear the birds singing. I get to have my eyes looking at things that are not a computer screen. And I'm able to spend an hour listening to music or just letting my mind wander or listening to an audiobook, whatever it is I'm doing. That's that's like my reprieve of the day. I used to go on those walks at night, but I'm so tired by the end of the day now, and I'm getting up so early, I found that even with the weather being kind of warm here in Italy, the best time of the day for me to go for my walks is in the morning. And I'm, I've never really been a morning person by nature, and I'm finding that getting up at 5 a.m. before the sun comes up, but it's still light enough outside to go for a walk. There's hardly any traffic. There's nobody out and about. I pretty much have the whole city to myself. And by the time I get home at six o'clock, people are still asleep. And so I've like got a whole hour of time in before I have to bury myself in this crazy work. So this past week, I finished my very first article 
using this new program that I have that helps to optimize all my writing and tells me how to use these specific keywords for my topic. And I run a report on any topic that I'm going to write about. I see how many people could potentially visit my website every year from writing on that topic and how much tra so much how much traffic, in other words, it's going to be generated from me writing that topic. And I learn how to put this very, very specific type of title in. It's amazing how important the title on Google is so that Google will, you know, you needs to be like between 40 and 50 characters, needs to have certain numbers, it needs to have certain words and adjectives in the title. It's very scientific. It's, it's painstakingly specific. It's so specific and there's so much to learn I had no idea how much there was to learn. I, I always kind of naively thought, okay, I'll just sit down and write about some wonderful topic that inspires me. People will find it and fall in love with it. And uh, that'll be wonderful because I'll be writing some, about something I care about and people that care about that will find it and read it. And sadly, that is just not the case. And I have been, when I learned that, that was not the case, I sort of had a internal temper tantrum over it because I hate the way the system is set up. And then I realized after I kind of kind of just accepted that reality, I realized, okay, I'm going to have to adjust to this. That means I'm going to have to learn how to handle this and how to approach my writing in a way that will be of some value because what's the point of writing something no one will ever read? And so I have been focused on this for the past month. And it's basically been since right before I quit, or not quit, but right before the end of Italian school. So it's been about three and a half weeks. And it has probably been three and a half of the most miserable weeks of my life. I literally like on the edge of sanity, <laughs> I almost feel like <laughs> I'm like finding myself laughing out loud, just alone sometimes, because I'm literally so, I'm so cooped up, I'm so stir crazy, I'm so confined to my office, my tiny little office in this house here, and I'm just sitting here, sitting here in this chair, I feel so miserable. And then I got so sick of sitting that I transformed my desk into a standing desk so I can at least stand up part of the time. And so anyway, I'm just, I'm sharing all of this to let you know that I am on burnout mode right now. Next week is going to be, well, it's episode 25 of season three next week. And I think that I'm probably going to take a little bit of a break from podcasting for this specific reason. And that is that I am not really living real life here in Italy right now. I have nothing of interest to share with you other than what I'm sharing right now. And I can only share this once. <laughs> so I'm going into all this detail about what life is like here right now and what I've been up to, to let you know that I'm just, I feel like if I were to continue podcasting without taking a little bit of a break, the content would suffer and what I have to share with you would suffer. And I feel like I'm going to just take off at least one month. So I'm, I believe I'm going to take off the entire month of July. 
and use that time to sort of figure out how to get on top of my writing and how to kind of regroup and get to a point where I'm not spending so much time indoors. I'm able to do some things that are interesting and I'm able to get kind of re-inspired by life again. I know there is life on the other end of what I'm doing. There's light at the end of this tunnel. I'm not complaining at all. I'm really just letting you know that I'm not exactly loving this period of growth that I'm in. And I think that's kind of typical for growth. I think that when you're growing, you probably just not, you hardly ever grow from from things that are easy. And so this is not easy. These are growing pains, no uncertain terms. And what I'm really, really hopeful of and what I do believe is that at the end of this, hopefully another couple of weeks at the very most, I've kind of expanded a bit and I've gotten to a comfort level where using this new program and this new approach to writing becomes almost second nature to me. And it's not this giant learning curve and I'm not struggling so much. As I've shared with you before, I am I am not a technological person by nature. It's not that I can't understand it. It's not that I'm not smart enough to understand it. It's that I don't love it. And it's hard to get yourself to be excited about learning things that you don't love, that you're not excited about. But I have a lot of goals. And in order for me to achieve some of those goals, I need to master this skill. And in the future, I need to be able to teach someone else how to handle this because I want to I want to design my life in a way that allows me to do all the things I want to do, which is spending time in the in the garden or learning to make cheese, painting more. I have all of these fantastic ideas about painting. I have this whole new set of artwork that I have dreamed up. The other day before I went to bed, I was, and in fact, I had just climbed into bed and I was starting to fall asleep. And all of a sudden, this idea hit me. I've been trying to think of an idea for some original art. You know, I think every artist that is successful and that is passionate and loves their art needs to have some sort of an original voice. And it came to me. I have been wondering how I'm going to create my own original art, what it's going to look like, how I will do it, what medium I will use, etc., and it came to me in a flash the other night. By the way, when I say the other night, it was before <laughs> I got into all of this crazy search engine training and all this. My brain wasn't so clouded by all of that. And so I got out of bed, which is something I hardly ever do this, but I got out of bed and I went and I got some paper and I started writing down just furiously writing down notes. This inspiration that had just, just come into my mind, I started making very specific notes about it because I didn't ever want to forget that. I don't know if you've had that experience before where you've had that real inspirational moment and you know it's a very, very clear message that you need to be receiving and you need to take notes on it so that you don't miss anything and don't forget anything because, I don't know about you, my brain is always grinding down boulders into powdered dust. That's kind of the way I describe it. I'm always working some thing out in my mind 
about how I'm going to solve something or create something or do something. And so anyway, when this idea for original art, which I'm so excited to share with you, that'll be when I start my YouTube channel and really start focusing on that. But anyway, I, I've got all these ideas and all these wonderful things I'm so excited to share with you in the future. I know that that this particular little window of time that I'm in is not forever. The same way that I'm struggling to learn Italian. And when I say struggling, I don't mean that it's miserable. I just mean that I'm still working on it. It's not, it's not second nature yet. I'm not fluent yet. I'm not comfortable with my level of Italian yet. But that's why I'm doing language coaching with Vera and Irene. And that's why I'm using Babbel to study Italian and not using Duolingo anymore. And that's why I'm taking it very seriously. I'm going to master Italian come hell or high water. It's it's eventually going to be second nature to me. This particular type of writing style for search engine optimization, that will be that will be second nature. And there are a lot of things I've had to teach myself since I moved here to Italy. Since you and I first met and you first started listening to my podcast, the areas that I've had to grow and evolve and change and stretch myself have been numerous. It's also been a really fabulous adventure at the same time. I don't want you to think that I haven't enjoyed it, but I want to be really, really upfront with you. And, you know, there are going to be people in the future who maybe in five or 10 years, when I achieve certain goals and I hit certain milestones in my career, this new career that I've created for myself, that may never listen to this, what I'm saying right now. They may never listen to my podcast and they may never know the work and the time and the effort that has gone in to get to the point where I eventually will be in my career, this brand new crazy career of moving to Italy and creating all this new stuff. But you will know, you will always know that this did not come easy and this did not come naturally for me. And I'm sure those of you who have built something in your life and maybe are currently building something, maybe you're doing something very similar. Maybe you're planning to move here and renovate property and and create something. Maybe you're going to start a blog or maybe you're going to start a YouTube channel as well or maybe your own podcast or maybe you're just never going to move here, but you, you want to travel here and you're creating something of your own in whatever country you live in, whether it's the United States or any of the other countries where where we have listeners. Anyway, you will always, though, know if you follow my career from this point and to all the different places it's going to lead, you will always know the secret. And the secret is that it has not been a straightforward path. And I also want to be really, really clear that it hasn't been easy and there have been a lot of times where I've really questioned, what am I doing? But about as fast as I start questioning it, I realize that I'm doing exactly what I want to do. The hard thing is to remember is that the path that you take to get where you want to go is paved with a lot of struggle. And I'm probably starting to sound like a cliche and you know, like one of those books of inspirational quotes. But if I sound like that, it's really because I'm just kind of talking myself through this. I'm not trying to tell you, listen, I've got it all figured out. Do exactly what I'm doing. No, I'm just trying to remind myself 
of why I'm doing this and not to give up. I don't ever want to come across as somebody who's got all the answers. I've been saying from the very beginning, (laughs) this is my fumbling, bumbling journey through my new life here in Italy. And there are some people out there that will try to make it seem like it's so easy and God bless them if it's that easy for them. I I wish them all the luck in the world. I wish it was that easy for me. It's just not. And it's okay because nobody's path is identical. Your path is going to be different than mine and mine is going to be different than others. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you, I guess, and let you know that I I don't feel like I'm on my A game right now in any category of my life. I feel like my podcasting recently has been mediocre at best. I've done my best to try to keep the level as high as possible, but I'm beginning to feel like it's time for a little bit of a break. I've, I've done this every week for the past year and a half, and it's been fantastic. And for the very first time, I'm going to take a couple weeks and just take a little break. So I hope you understand. I hope that you come back and continue listening after I take my break. And I'm not fearful that people are going to stop listening just because I take a short break, because there are people that are constantly finding the podcast and listening and who are catching up on episodes and haven't haven't gotten to the current place yet. So if you catch up to this and you go from season three to season four and you didn't even notice that there was a break, well, there was a break. (laughs) So anyway, I want to let you know also that there are those of you who have reached out to me and written me messages that I just have normally kept up on really good. And this past month, I have really been bad about replying to emails, letters, and even some direct messages. And that is not because you're not a priority to me. It is not because I don't care about you or because what you asked me wasn't interesting or because you asked me a question that offended me. I just want to make sure you know that you are important to me. And if you are one of those individuals who listen to the podcast regularly and you think, well, what's wrong with Nathan? He's not responding to me like he normally does, or he said he responds to everybody. I wrote him a first message and he never got back to me. Well, I apologize, but there's only one of me. And right now that one of me is stretched fairly thin. And so I'm doing my best. I will get back to each and every one of you. And in fact, my plan is to sit down this evening and to start slowly getting back to some of you. Probably won't be able to reply to all of you tonight, but this week I will get back to you. So I've been working on so many new things, probably too many different new things all at the same time, and it's causing certain things to fall between the cracks. Like for example, the Surrounding Sounds companion videos. I think I'm about two or three weeks behind on on putting those out. Normally I do those every week. And so I'm just behind in general in life right now. I do not like feeling like I'm playing catch up and like I'm like I'm behind in life. It's not a good feeling and I'm sure you can relate. So I that's that's really what I have to share with you 
uh, this week on this episode, and I I just wanted you to be aware of where I am and what I've been what I've been up to. Uh, something that's been kind of disappointing this past week is my cousin got married in the United States, and she's my age. We grew up together, and I love her dearly. And she got married in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, this past week. And I was not able to be at that wedding. It was not only because of work stuff, it was also because of the fact that Alessandro was not able to go with me because of the health issues he's helping his family with here. His mother is going through some stuff and he was not able to leave. I didn't want to go on that trip by myself because we wanted to, we wanted, we need to go on a trip to the United States and I wanted to wait and go with him together. And so that was kind of a disappointment to get pictures from family and friends that were at that wedding and I wasn't able to be there. My parents were actually in Yellowstone National Park. I don't know if those of you who live in the United States or maybe you have seen on the news that Yellowstone National Park right near Jackson Hole, Wyoming was flooding and there were rock slides and mudslides and and the river was washing houses that were right near the river. The houses were getting washed down the river. Bridges were getting taken out. My parents were actually in the park, Yellowstone National Park, when that was all happening and they had to evacuate the park. So Yellowstone National Park closed. And so that was kind of crazy that they were there during that. And there was hailstorms and crazy thunderstorms. Fortunately, my cousin's wedding went off beautifully and I saw pictures and it was wonderful. My grandmother was there. My sister and my grandmother traveled together. And so they were FaceTiming me and I didn't feel like I completely missed it, but I did miss it. And I must say that is something that you will probably have to prepare yourself for when you move to Italy, if you are planning to move here. There are gonna be things in your life. I've shared with you this, this in the past and it's just a reality you probably have to, to just come to terms with that you're not going to be able to be at every single funeral, every single wedding, every single birthday party. It's kind of a bummer. And I've missed some some big moments over the years, uh, well, over the past two years. And um, that's been kind of sad. Some of that was due to the fact that, you know, we had the pandemic and traveling was very, very challenging. So I'm not saying that you're going to miss every single thing, but there are, you know, you can't hop on a plane every month and fly back 20 hours to wherever you're from and be at every single event. It's just the way it goes. So that's life. Anyway, it's just, it's been a little bit much lately and I just don't want you to feel like I don't care about you. I'm just sharing this with you to let you know what's going on. (laughs) Another thing that happened this weekend is for some reason, those of you who are on my mailing list to get real news from Italy mailed to you. For some reason, I heard from some of you that said you didn't receive the email. And so I had to go back today and find out why some of you did not receive real news from Italy. So as you can see, everything is just kind of <laughs> a little crazy right now. There's just, when you're when you're trying to do too many different things at once, something's got to give and And that's just the way it's going. So anyway, thank you for understanding. Thank you for letting me be human. Every single week I share with you some miserable failure on my part. 
that's just life. And so thank you for allowing me to be extraordinarily human and just share my fumblings and bumblings with you and failing my way forward. That's just kind of what I'm doing. So anyway, thanks for listening. I really appreciate you letting me talk that out. It was like therapy, I think, for me. Hopefully you got some value from it. And hopefully it encouraged you in some way. That's why I did it. That's why I shared with you. Because hopefully it you find some something, some nugget of, of relevance in your own life from what I just shared. So, well, that... That brings us to our reading of The Alchemist for this episode. We only have today and next week, and then The Alchemist is over. So I hope you've been enjoying The Alchemist. If it has not been your favorite thing, guess what? You only have one more week of it. And then we are going to have a brand new segment, and I'm looking forward to sharing that with you in August. So I'm developing that. I think it's something you're going to find very, very helpful, and I'm excited to share that with you in season four. We are almost to the end of the story of The Alchemist. Santiago has decided to continue his journey in search of his personal legend, in search of his treasure at the pyramids in Egypt. And so he has been traveling from the oasis with The Alchemist. And The Alchemist has been teaching him so many wonderful things. He's He's been gaining so much wisdom about life and and about how to live in the desert and about the language of the world, as the alchemist and as Santiago calls it, which I think is kind of another way of saying intuition. You know, the way, way we kind of tune into the world and nature and the way we can hear whether you believe in God or whether you believe in nature or, or the universe, whatever it is you believe in, we, when we're listening, we hear things. And so the boy has been traveling with the alchemist and he is now only three hours away from the pyramids and he is going to travel the last leg of this journey alone. So the alchemist is bidding him farewell And so this is the point at which the alchemist, what I'm going to read for you right now, is when the alchemist is saying goodbye to Santiago. Da qui in poi procederai da solo, disse l'alchemiste. Sono tre ore appena fino alla piradimi. Grazie, disse il ragazzo, mi hai insegnato il linguaggio del mondo. Ti hai soltanto ricordato quando già conoscevi. From here on, you will be alone, the alchemist said. You are only three hours from the pyramids. Thank you, said the boy. You taught me the language of the world. I only invoked what you already knew. The alchemist knocked on the gate of the monastery. A monk dressed in black came to the gates. They spoke for a few minutes in the Coptic tongue, and the alchemist bade the boy enter. I asked him to let me use the kitchen for a while. The alchemist smiled. They went to the kitchen at the back of the monastery. The alchemist lighted the fire, and the monk brought in some lead, which the alchemist placed in an iron pan. When the lead had become liquid, the alchemist took from his pouch the strange yellow egg. 
He scraped from it a sliver as thin as a hair, wrapped it in wax, and added it to the pan in which the lead had melted. The mixture took on a reddish color, almost the color of blood. The alchemist removed the pan from the fire and set it aside to cool. As he did so, he talked with the monk about the tribal wars. I think they're going to last for a long time, he said to the monk. The monk was irritated. The caravans had been stopped at Giza for some time, waiting for the wars to end. But God's will be done, the monk said. Exactly, answered the alchemist. When the pan had cooled, the monk and the boy looked at it, dazzled. The lead had dried into the shape of the pan, but it was no longer lead. It was gold. Will I learn to do that someday? the boy asked. This was my personal legend, not yours, the alchemist answered. But I wanted to show you that it was possible. They returned to the gates of the monastery. There, the alchemist separated the disc into four parts. This is for you, he said, holding one of the parts out to the monk. It's for your generosity to the pilgrims. But this payment goes well beyond my generosity, the monk responded. Don't say that again. Life might be listening and give you less the next time. The alchemist turned to the boy. This is for you, to make up for what you gave to the general. The boy was about to say that it was much more than he had given to the general, but he kept quiet because he had heard what the alchemist said to the monk. And this is for me, said the alchemist, keeping one of the parts because I have to return to the desert where there are tribal wars. He took the fourth part and handed it to the monk. This is for the boy, if he ever needs it. But I'm going in search of my treasure, the boy said. I'm very close to it now. And I'm certain you'll find it, the alchemist said. Then why this? Because you have already lost your savings twice, once to the thief and once to the general. I'm an old, superstitious Arab, and I believe in our proverbs. There's one that says, everything that happens once can never happen again. But everything that happens twice will surely happen a third time. Everything that happens once can never happen again. But everything that happens twice will surely happen for a third time. I've always found that to be such an interesting kind of brain-twisting thing from this book. Anyway, I'm very excited to share next week's end of the story with you, especially if you've never read The Alchemist and you don't know how the story ends. This is probably one of the best endings to any book that I've ever read because just when you think that all is lost, something fantastic happens. That's all I'm going to tell you. So I just want you to know that next week, the final to this story is going to be an incredible ending to this journey with Santiago that we've been on for the last couple of months together. Thank you for listening to The Alchemist with me and letting me share this story that's so beloved. And I hope that you have gotten something from it. All right, before I get into the surrounding sounds for this week's episode, I'd like to thank one of our sponsors for the podcast, and that is our newest sponsor, Babel Language. 
I used, as you know, for 500 straight days without a single break, I used Duolingo when I first moved here to Italy. And although I certainly got some benefit from Duolingo, I came to realize that Duolingo was simply not the best language learning program that there was. And after some research, I found Babbel. And I must say that I feel so much better after a lesson using Babbel than I ever did when I did a lesson on Duolingo. Because they are our sponsor and because they would love to share their wonderful language learning program with you, you can go to my website, imovingtoitaly.com, and click on the links to Babbel Language, and you can save up to 60% right now on their programs. 60% off of the lifetime program. Normally it's $500. They're offering it for $199. That means that for the rest of your life, you can use Babbel language on any of the languages that Babbel offers. I find that to be a fantastic deal. There's going to come a day when I feel very comfortable with Italian. I'll probably always be learning Italian for the rest of my life but I won't be struggling to learn it the way I have been for the last couple of years. And at that point, I'm going to want to have my brain grow again and stretch my brain a little bit and learn a new language. Maybe it'll be French. Maybe it'll be Mandarin. I don't know yet. But I know that there are other languages I would like to learn. And the wonderful thing about Babbel is once you sign up for their language program, you have access to that for the rest of your life. You will never have to pay for another language program again. I find that to be very comforting, and I like to save money. So when I find out that there's a fabulous deal like Lifetime Language for only $199, that's something that I have a hard time saying no to. So that's why I have their... I paid for it. I didn't get it for free. I signed up for their program before they were ever sponsors of this show, and I fell in love with their program, and that's why I reached out to them and asked them if they would like to sponsor us, and I was so glad that they did. So thank you to Babbel, and thank you to those of you who have signed up. When Every time you sign up, you are saving money, but you are also helping to support I'm Moving to Italy the podcast, and everything that we are working on and doing here. So thank you for supporting us. Thank you for taking a step towards learning language with the best language learning program available today. All right, well, that brings us to our surrounding sounds for this week's episode. And what I'm going to share with you today is a very, very simple sound. It's a very calming sound. I feel like it's a sound that I may have shared with you in the past, but I've been getting up every morning at five o'clock in the morning to go on those very wonderful morning walks up to the castle. And I hear these beautiful birds every morning. And I've never been anywhere in my life with happier sounding birds. When I go on my walk, sometimes it's, it's evening in California while it's morning in Italy. And so I talked to some of my family, some of my friends, and everybody always tells me the same thing. Oh my gosh, the birds, they're so loud. They sound so happy. And I get so used to it that I kind of forget sometimes. So the other morning before I left to go for my walk, I just, I just set my 
microphone out on my front patio and I recorded the sound of the birds at five o'clock in the morning here in my neighborhood, singing, saying good morning to each other, having conversations with each other. There's just something so fabulous about happy birds singing in the morning. So enjoy the sound of these happy Italian birds, and I will be back afterwards to say goodbye. enjoyed the sound of those birds from Italy. I want to thank you so much for coming back and joining me for another episode today. I am so grateful for you. When you reach out to me and let me know how much these episodes and this podcast means to you, that just invigorates me, encourages me, and helps me want to continue to grow and challenge myself and provide more and more wonderful content to share with you. Thank you for understanding my need for a little bit of self-care and a break. 
that I plan to take for the month of July. I hope that you do the same. And we have one more week, so this is not my farewell for the month. This is just letting you know that that's coming and I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to a break. I hope you take a break too because you probably need it just as much as I do. Well, wherever you are listening to the sound of my voice this week, I hope you are healthy and well. Thank you for being here with me. I look forward to being back here with you next week. So until then, take care. God bless. Ciao, ciao, ciao.